I'm Jim Cameron of Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing in Holly Hill, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, a program that delves into the latest in Volusia's governmental and political issues. Now, this show will include interviews with city and county as well as school board officials, members of our legislative and congressional delegations, and other members in the political community on a variety of topics. But everything will focus on matters that impact Volusia, directly or indirectly. And now for the news. The legislature ended its session last Friday after approving a $117 billion budget, which included a 5% pay raise for state workers, a permanent sales tax exemption for numerous necessities, a reduction in communication services tax, and a lower business rental tax, along with funding increases for education and the environment. The new budget that starts July 1 is $5 billion higher than last year's budget thanks to increased revenue collections. The budget includes a $2.7 billion tax cut for consumers and businesses, including toll road reductions, workforce housing, tax relief for developers, and exemptions for hurricane repairs. Now that the legislature has adjourned, Governor DeSantis has 15 days from the date that he receives the budget to sign it or exercise line item vetoes. Other notable bills sent to the governor include House Bill 543, Constitutional Carry, for firearms, which enhances the right to self-defense by allowing law-abiding 21-year-old adults legally eligible to obtain a permit and carry a handgun without government permission. It also ensures the right to self-defense without red tape. And House Bill 837, Civil Remedies, which determines reasonable attorney fees in most civil actions and reduces the statute of limitations for negligence actions and provides standards for bad faith actions. Senate Bill 246, Kid Care Eligibility, which increases the income eligibility threshold for coverage under Florida Kid Care Program, House Bill 7063, Communication Services Tax, would set the state's tax rate at 6%, a reduction of 1.44% from its current level, and would prevent local governments from increasing their local communication services tax rate for the next three years. Senate Bill 264, 
would prohibit foreign principles connected with the People's Republic of China, Chinese Communist Party, and related entities from purchasing agricultural land and designated property in Florida. Now, for the outcome of other bills, see my newsletter. Next item, the County Council will meet Wednesday, May 10th, 3 p.m. at the County Administration Building for a goal-setting session. Only one item on the agenda, and that's to determine objectives for the coming year. Public comment will be taken, and this meeting will be live-streamed at volusia.org slash live meeting. Next item, on a recent trip to London, Governor DeSantis, along with Citizen Property Insurance Corporation President Tim Serio, provided an update on Florida's efforts to stabilize the property insurance market, and they secured a commitment from reinsurance companies to increase access for Florida carriers serving Florida policyholders. Now, the governor also provided an update about recent legislative reforms to promote competition and consumer choice that make Florida's market more attractive to businesses. And he stressed the importance of partnerships in supporting Florida's large insurance-related economic sector, which includes 4,800 businesses writing over $209 billion worth of premiums. He added that the insurance industry provides 213,000 jobs and is 3.5% of Florida's gross domestic product in 2020. Let's all hope that Florida gets more insurance carriers here to write new business. 2024 elections, candidates report. Auto dealer Randy Dye has filed to become a candidate for Volusia County Chair. Now, if you remember, Last week, Port Orange Mayor Don Burnett filed, and current chair Jeff Brower is expected to announce soon. Next item, upcoming meetings, Friday, May 19, Volusia Economic Report Breakfast. It'll be 7.45 to 9 a.m., Daytona International Airport. No word yet on a speaker, but a detailed economic statistics report will be presented. Now, this is an informative program, and I highly recommend it. But you must RSVP online at volusia.org slash economic development. Next, Monday, May 22nd, SunRail Deland Station groundbreaking, 9.15 a.m. in Deland. More details forthcoming. 
Next, Volusia's Tourist Development Council meets May 25th, 9 a.m. at the Ocean Center. Now, the TDC advises the County Council on tourist development tax revenues and the operation of special projects. Next, the Volusia School District and Volusia United Educators have signed an agreement to increase the pay that teachers receive for all tutoring offered before, during, and after school to $35 an hour. The previous rate for tutoring offered before and after school was $30 an hour. School Superintendent Carmen Bagaman stated, the district is glad to work with Volusia United Educators to increase compensation for teachers for these vital services. This change begins with the 2023-24 school year. However, at the same time, Volusia United Educators and the school district appear to disagree regarding a recent decision to cancel the Plus One program this fall. Plus One offers an extra half hour of daily instruction for some 2,000 designated students at Turi T. Small, Palm Terrace, Westside, Stark, and Holly Hill K-8 schools. The district stated that the $2 million state-funded program was eliminated by the Florida Department of Education. Stay tuned. From Sheriff Mike Chitwood's Facebook page, to prepare for a planned Orange Crush event, Sheriff Chitwood designated a special event zone. Now this was based on legislation approved in the 2022 session and the zone would primarily encompass A1A from Granada to Dunlawton whereby violators traffic fines would be doubled and modified trucks with lifted suspensions would be towed and noise ordinances be enforced. Vehicles would be impounded for a period not to exceed 72 hours for non-criminal traffic infractions or criminal traffic violations. Now the Sheriff's Department was watchful for the Orange Crush, a social media pop-up gathering of college students that recently took place in South Carolina and Georgia. By the way, anyone remember that unsanctioned truck event last June? Same type thing. But using social media, Chitwood stated, anyone to expect strict enforcement of all laws and zero tolerance for violations. 
Now, however, upon, upon a learning that the event was called off, Chitwood said that the special event zone would remain in effect until they make a determination that it's a non-event. So, apparently it was called off. Now, moving on to our city's page, last week, Deltona City Commission continued work on a proposed Deltona Village business planned unit development, which will include numerous commercial structures. They were to address an amendment to increase multifamily units from 414 to 652 units and rezone an additional 26 acres within the project. However, Commissioner Dana McCool asked to postpone the matter 60 days because the school board is still clearing concurrency. Next, City of Daytona Beach was awarded $3.9 million for stormwater and wastewater projects via a $100 million state hurricane stormwater wastewater assistance grant program for impacted coastal communities. Now, during their December 2022 special session, the legislature established this program to help impacted local governments address damages to stormwater and wastewater infrastructure due to hurricanes Ian or Nicole. Next, Ponce Inlet Town Council appointed Mike Disher as their new town manager. He's already been active in representing Ponce Inlet at elected officials roundtable as well as other meetings. We look forward to working with you, Mike. And yesterday, the Volusia Elected Officials Roundtable met to address countywide issues. County Governmental Affairs Liaison John Booker gave a recap of the recent legislative session and Coastal Division Director Jessica Fentress stated that staff is working to open more dune walkovers and beach ramps. The staff has been working with the State Department of Environmental Protection and Fish and Wildlife Commission to allow oceanfront construction to continue during the turtle nesting season. Also at this meeting, Volusia Emergency Management Director Jim Judge reported. Yes, good morning, Jim. Yes, uh, uh, all indications are with the forming El Nino, uh, and, th and that uh, is when the Pacific waters become very warm, and then we get that upper-level jet stream that uh, moves further south, southeast, and then we get those upper-level winds, strong upper-level winds called wind shear, that helps uh, break the storms up from ever forming or keeps them out into the open Atlantic or minimizes their strength in many cases. You know, but uh, we still have to keep our guard up. Um, we'll have to wait for the National Hurricane 
center to come out with their forecast toward the end of the month. And then, of course, Colorado State and other weather services will update and keep uh, us informed as we get closer to the hurricane season and then through the hurricane season on what the forecast conditions could be for the state of Florida and certainly for Volusia County. Daytona Beach hurricane recovery grant funds are still available for residents and businesses. Redevelopment, neighborhood services department staff are contacting hardest hit neighborhoods to inform them of grant availability. Grant application deadline is July 31st. Grants will be awarded on a first qualified, first served basis. For more information, go to codb.us slash recovery grants. Also, this in from our friend in Deltona, David Sosa. Hurricane assistance is also being offered to residents in Deltona, Orange City, Osteen, Lake Helen, DeBerry, DeLand, and Enterprise. You must bring any and all paperwork, including photos of the damage. You can apply May 18th from 9 to 2 p.m. at Our Lady of Lakes Social Hall. And while we're on hurricanes, area cities are promoting Hurricane Preparedness Week as the 2023 hurricane season begins June the 1st. And I'll have more details in my next podcast. And in closing, I want to announce that the U.S. debt still stands at $31.6 trillion and growing by the minute. Look for a new podcast episode to be released next week, and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is mailed each month. If you're not receiving it, call me, 566-2140. If I miss your call, not return it, in eight business hours, I'll pay you $1,000. And in closing, I'd like to thank our law enforcement officers in the cities as well as county. They do a thankless job and they perform tasks that the rest of us would rather not do. They're called upon all hours, often have to work on holidays, and if you get a chance, watch On Patrol Live, or they call it OP Nation, which includes the Daytona Beach Police Department and Volusia County Sheriff's Office. You'd be surprised to see some of the situations these officers have to put up with. This is Jim Cameron saying peace, love, and roll tide.